Good morning, and welcome to Simply Sports. It's Friday, February 9th. On today's show, we break down the biggest NBA trades of 2023-24, including Royce O'Neal's move to the Suns, and the Lakers unveil their statue of Kobe in a Mamba moment. Plus, Ravens QB Jackson wins his second NFL MVP award. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Sports. We start off with a look at the NBA trade deadline that passed last Thursday, with several deals completed. Notable moves include Buddy Heald moving from the Indiana Pacers to the Philadelphia 76ers, and Gordon Hayward joining the Oklahoma City Thunder from the Charlotte Hornets. Here to discuss these trades and more is Bella, a correspondent for Simply Sports. Can you give us a rundown of the major trades that took place? Certainly, David. The New York Knicks made a significant move to boost their postseason chances by trading for Detroit Pistons duo Bojan Bogdanovic and Alec Burks. They gave up four players and two second-round draft picks in return. The Phoenix Suns also strengthened their lineup by adding versatile winger Royce O'Neal in a three-team deal involving the Brooklyn Nets and the Memphis Grizzlies. The Dallas Mavericks acquired P.J. Washington from the Hornets in exchange for Grant Williams. What about the trades that took place before the deadline? Just a day before the deadline, the Pistons made a deal with the Utah Jazz to acquire Simone Fontecchio and traded with the Minnesota Timberwolves for Monty Morris, giving up Shake Milton and Troy Brown Jr. in return. Earlier in January, the Miami Heat acquired veteran guard Terry Rozier from the Hornets for six-time All-Star Kyle Lowry and a 2027 first-round pick. And what about the early season blockbusters? In early January, the Toronto Raptors sent two-time All-Star Pascal Siakam to the Pacers in a three-team trade also involving the New Orleans Pelicans. The Raptors received forward Bruce Brown, guard Kira Lewis Jr., Jordan Wara, two 2024 first-round picks, and a 2026 first-round pick, while New Orleans got cash considerations from the Pacers. In December, Toronto traded for R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel Quickly, while sending OG Anunoby to the New York Knicks. How would you grade these trades? Well, the Knicks' six-player deal certainly stands out. They've significantly bolstered their lineup for the postseason. The Suns' acquisition of Royce O'Neal also looks promising, adding versatility to their lineup. The Mavericks' trade for P.J. Washington could prove to be a good move, given Washington's potential. As for the early-season trades, the Raptors' moves have been quite strategic, acquiring promising young talent and future first-round picks. Thanks for the insights, Bella. Now shifting gears to basketball, three statues have been chosen to honor the late Kobe Bryant's 20-year Hall of Fame career with the Los Angeles Lakers. The first of these, featuring Bryant in his number eight uniform, was unveiled recently. Here to discuss this is our correspondent, Celeste. Can you tell us more about this tribute to Kobe Bryant? Certainly, David. The first statue, unveiled at a ceremony outside Crypto.com Arena, depicts Bryant pointing to the sky as he walked off the court after his 81-point game against the Raptors in 2006. The bronze statue stands 19 feet high and weighs 4,000 pounds. It's surrounded by five replica Larry O'Brien trophies and sits on a black, triangle-shaped base, a nod to the triangle offense of former Lakers coach Phil Jackson and assistant Tex Winter. That's quite a tribute. 
and I understand there's a modern twist to this statue. Yes, there's a QR code on the statue that fans can scan with their phones. This leads to a Bryant highlight video narrated by Denzel Washington. It's a unique way to bring the statue to life and allow fans to relive some of Bryant's most memorable moments. And what about the other two statues? The locations and unveiling dates for the other two statues are still to be determined. One will feature Bryant in his number 24 uniform, and the other will honor his daughter, Gianna, who also tragically died in the 2020 helicopter crash. What was the reaction at the unveiling ceremony? The ceremony was attended by dozens of Lakers luminaries. Vanessa Bryant, Kobe's widow, was the last of five speakers. She was followed by Lakers Governor Jeannie Buss, former Lakers guard Derek Fisher, all-time Lakers great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Phil Jackson, who coached Bryant to all five of his titles. Each speaker shared heartfelt tributes and memories of Bryant, highlighting his excellence, discipline, commitment, and love for his family and the game. Bryant's legacy continues to inspire. And speaking of inspiring athletes, Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson has made NFL history by winning the Associated Press NFL Most Valuable Player Award for a second time. At 27, Jackson is the youngest two-time NFL MVP since the merger. Here to discuss this further is James, a correspondent for Simply Sports. Can you tell us more about Jackson's achievement? Certainly, David. Jackson's win was a landslide, with him receiving 49 of the 50 first-place votes. This is just one vote shy of a unanimous selection, a feat he achieved in the 2019 season, joining Tom Brady as the only players to do so. Jackson's win is significant, as he is the ninth player to win multiple NFL MVP awards in the Super Bowl era, but he is the only one among them to not win a Super Bowl. What set Jackson apart this season? Jackson was the driving force for a Ravens team that finished with the NFL's top record at 13-4. He set career highs with 3,678 yards passing and a 67.2 completion rate. Interestingly, he finished 11th with 24 touchdown passes and 15th in passing yards, becoming the first MVP to rank outside the top 10 in both categories. He also played his best against the best, recording 10 victories against teams that finished with winning records. What about the other awards at the NFL Honors Ceremony? The Cleveland Browns celebrated one of their most successful seasons by winning four awards, the most by any team. The NFL's Defensive Player of the Year Award went to defensive end Miles Garrett, while Kevin Stefanski won NFL Coach of the Year. The Comeback Player of the Year was quarterback Joe Flacco, and first-year Cleveland defensive coordinator Jim Schwartz was named Assistant Coach of the Year. The Houston Texans also made history by becoming the fourth team to sweep the AP's Offensive and Defensive Rookie of the Year awards. And who won the AP's Offensive Player of the Year award? That honor went to running back Christian McCaffrey, who became the first San Francisco 49ers player to win the award since Jerry Rice in 1993. McCaffrey led the NFL in both rushing yards and total yards from scrimmage while scoring 21 touchdowns. What about the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award? The NFL's Walter Payton Man of the Year Award went to Steelers defensive tackle Cameron Hayward, who has been active in initiatives to combat childhood hunger and support childhood literacy. Thanks for the updates, James. Now, let's switch gears to some exciting news from the Pro Football Hall of Fame. The class of 2024 has been announced, and it's a defensive powerhouse. 
Five of the seven members are defensive players, marking the second consecutive year that defense has dominated the enshrinement class. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent, Abby. So, who are the defensive stars making it into the Hall of Fame this year? The class of 2024 includes defensive ends Julius Peppers and Dwight Freeney and linebacker Patrick Willis. Linebacker Randy Gratishar and defensive tackle Steve McMichael, who were senior finalists, will also be enshrined. This follows the class of 2023, which was the first time four modern-era defensive players were honored in the same class. Interesting. And who are the other two members of the class of 2024? The other two members are Devin Hester, the league's record holder for kickoff and punt returns for touchdowns, and wide receiver Andre Johnson. The new Hall of Famers will be enshrined on August 3rd in Canton, Ohio. Let's talk about these players individually. What can you tell us about Dwight Freeney? Dwight Freeney, despite initial doubts about his height, proved to be a formidable defensive end. He was a seven-time Pro Bowl selection and a three-time first-team All-Pro during his 11 years with the Colts. Freeney is known for his spin move, which opposing linemen often cited as one of the most difficult pass rush moves to deal with. And what about Randy Gratishar? Randy Gratishar anchored the Broncos' storied Orange Crush defense. Over the decade of Gratishar's career, the Broncos were consistently in the top 10 in various defensive categories. Gratishar, credited with a franchise record 2,049 tackles, never missed a game, and was named to seven Pro Bowls. Let's move on to Devin Hester. Devin Hester holds the league record for 19 career regular season touchdown returns. He was a rare selection to two all-decade teams and was selected as one of the returners for the NFL's all-century team. And Andre Johnson. Andre Johnson's combination of size, strength, speed, and fearlessness made him a standout wide receiver. He played 12 of his 14 NFL seasons with the Texans, who drafted him at number three. Johnson led the league twice, both in receptions and receiving yards. What about Steve McMichael? Steve McMichael was a foundational player for the Bears, becoming one of the best interior pass rushers with 95 career sacks. He had seven seasons with at least eight sacks. And finally, Julius Peppers. Julius Peppers is one of the league's best all-time pass rushers. He is fourth on the official sack list with 159.5, one of four players on the list who finished his career with more than 155. And last but not least, Patrick Willis. Patrick Willis had a stellar eight-year career, earning him a spot in the Hall of Fame. He was a seven-time Pro Bowl selection and a five-time first-team All-Pro selection. That was Simply Sports, reporter Abby. Thanks for the insights. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Sports. We'll see you back here tomorrow.